0: Welcome, listener, to the return slot.
1: Yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That sound like a spike or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was hoping you yeah. would do something like that. But...
0: A <laughs> podcast recorded in the basement of our video store. After hours when the doors are locked, the VHSs are rewound, and the moon is glowing pale blue on a snowy winter night. We like to hang out in the basement light a birchwood scented candle crack open a drink and discuss our beloved genre horror. every episode we invite you to join us for a frosty libation as we discuss a film selected from one of our painstakingly curated subsections of the video store that's right for the uninitiated or anyone unlucky enough to have grown up without an independent video store mickey can you elaborate on this for me
1: well back in the day before there was streaming and even before Blockbuster, or the Clamp Center for that matter, they were independent video stores. And to appease the appetites of movie nerds like myself, Michelangelo, and I'd argue Gizmo, they would fill the shelves with the videos um, of on-demand videos or video nasties. These mom and pop shops were responsible for taking the horror genre from limited theater runs and late night drive-ins to every small town in America. But what really made these video stores special were the people working in the store. Curating personalized sections based on their interests and the interest of their patrons. Recommendations that were based on conversations, man, not algorithms. So here at the return slot, we keep that spirit alive and strong. We hope you enjoy perusing our sections and joining in our conversations.
0: Now, I am going to warn the listener. Um, this is a Hangout drink and talk with friends podcast uh, about movies podcast is not a film review or critical analysis podcast, uh, although it is a critical analysis of ourselves. How do we see ourselves reflected in these stories and how can we better understand ourselves and each other through these films? So if you're if if you're not looking for that, you're you're in the wrong place. Um, This week, we find ourselves in the sassy sequel section two, two straight guys <laughs> in a basement just yeah talking about movies no one's around no no special yeah.
2: guests this evening just no, the two, no. two of us there's gonna be a lot of sass uh, there's gonna be a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh um before we get to the film
0: tonight uh, what what are we what are we drinking this evening?
1: So um for me, I'm doing an Oberon eclipse. It's a citrus wheat from Bells. Uh, people probably know the Oberon, uh, but this is an Oberon eclipse. It's I, I guess what makes it an eclipse is that it feels like it's a little bit stronger than a regular Oberon. It's a six point three percent and it feels a little like fuller, a little more uh, dark than like the the crispy citrus of a traditional Oberon. Got a little got a little winter, winter ale, vacation
0: going on with it. it, it, Yeah. Yes,
1: I would say so. Yeah.
0: The winter ale is going to be dark. Oh, so, uh, not including my uh Austrian lager that I have to have uh, before I have my drink, um, you know, because that doesn't count. (laughs) Sure. Um, (laughs) I am. That's just. That's just for your voice. That's just getting that's, your voice that's for ready the voice. It's the warm up. It's the loosen you up. the The British, uh, the British people uh, uh, call it going on stage with a friend. You have a drink. Mm-hmm. You loosen up. You have a drink mm-hmm. at the pub. You loosen up. Anyways, yeah. This is you don't want to have before you go on stage. Uh, this is a uh, still knocked from the mm. Dollar, the Dollar Brewing. Uh, it is a twelve percenter. Um yeah yeah so i wow nice and slow it is a very rich and delicious ale that um people uh like say like they collect throughout the years and condition them and and open them up and see how they've changed they're really delightful it's like, it's drinking uh uh a, a belgian triple but it's like it's mm-hmm. it's like lighter golden in color mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. uh it's like you know the uh, fruit cake and spices and like uh you know it's got a little little snowman on there and it kind of tastes like you're drinking like a beer made with uh
2: a snowball, yeah.
0: You know it's yeah. like I it's, mean I love it's it. Delicious. It's the, tis the season. You know, and what better beer to pair? Uh, you know, a complicated, strong, dense. Dance mm-hmm. beer to pair with our very, very like, uh, uh, I'll, I'll get to it, but like, yeah, th- yeah. I think this, you know, you want it, you want a dense beer to pair with like mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. this, where there's like so much going on, so much going on in our movie, uh, tonight. Um, so by the way, I do have to point out, uh, this is gonna slip Mickey is wearing what he had on, uh, for our Christmas episode. Uh, it goes along. It's with uh, it's a it's a ugly sweater, yeah, But it's, it's like an, ugly, it's an sweater, ugly sweater hoodie sweatshirt.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's actually kind of, feels really nice. It's a nice fit, kind of light. It looks like, good excellent. on you. It's a, it's nice. It looks it yeah, it's, looks it's good. Great, it's like yeah. I mean, you're, you,
0: you I think it's just your body so fucking rocking that like you it yeah, always I mean, looks was, like you're wearing I Under Armour.
1: I've been it, You look like the Rock was, in a Fast and the Furious yeah. movie. I've been drinking all those Christmas ales, and, you know, they pack a little more punch, yeah. so I'm kind of, you know, yeah. it's been getting me jacked. You know, this is bulking season, yeah, baby. Yeah, fucking, you're fucking getting <laughs> those uh, ales pumped. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah, bells, yeah, of I'm course, there, are
3: though,
0: yeah. your, uh, your bites, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm wondering,
1: my, 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 uh, do you want to just tell the listener what it is? I mean, they, they heard it last Well, oh, hold uh, on, no. we'll, we'll get,
0: yeah.
1: we'll get to that. Hold on, let me do my, okay. I spent a lot of time on this centro
0: and then we'll 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 talk more about how great you look in this in this we definitely want to get this intro out before you've had too many sips of that beer Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay uh, we might be too late um this is gonna be this is gonna be um uh this is my it's like a vocal
2: warm-up okay tonight's film ask me what like what what uh what film are we, we uh talking about tonight mickey
1: what, what film are we talking about tonight?
3: <laughs> what, 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 what are we doing, what are You're we doing here? What are we talking about? You're
1: a very good actor. What film are we talking about? <laughs> what happens
0: when a small budget film <laughs> comes out of nowhere and becomes a huge success and the studio wants to make a sequel? The director says, no way! That was way too hard, plus I ended the story, so all you want to do is make money. So the studio tries for five years to make their own sequel, but then come back to the original director. The director reluctantly says yes, but as long as they can do whatever the hell they want, and they have to give them more money. You get kind of by the number sequel plot-wise, but then it goes off the rails in the best way possible. Tonight we were talking about Joe Dante's masterfully ludicrous self-referential anarchistic satirical Mm meta-comedy parody slapstick sequel gremlins to the bash did i fit
1: enough words into that we can we can go home now every listener you can (laughs) turn us off that that encapsulates this film to a t
0: yes and mickey is wearing a gremlins ugly sweater uh um you got gizmo on there. You got little grant. Like it's, it's, it's really fantastic. And you got a yeah. uh, little popcorn on your, on your left tush.
1: Yeah. A little left tush popcorn, uh, popcorn bucket on a gremlin's head. I'll, I'll put a and picture think, are on Instagram you wearing, so people can see it. Are you wearing, are those new eyeglasses? These are new eyeglasses. Yes. Dude, you're looking good. You're looking sharp. I know. Oh my I gosh. Know, dude, I'm, Just you and I down new, in the basement. I'm yeah, having a strong beer. New me. This is Mickey, uh 4.0 right here, buddy. Um, now,
0: I often confuse Glenn's Two to be a Christmas film. Oh, we're, This isn't a Christmas episode, but we're in the winter time still. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's no. you know, I'm just remembering the first film is definitely a Christmas film
1: definitely a Christmas, movie. you know,
0: happens yeah. on Christmas Eve. Lots of, you know, I just, just forget that this BBK's isn't
1: dad with Santa. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I talked about that. on uh, one of our, I think one of our staff meeting episodes, if you go back and listen to one of our holiday staff meeting yeah. ep- episodes, uh, uh, oh my gosh, her monologue, and then the, the callback grim' Grimland- Oh,
1: too, I love it of,
0: for, for, don't for Lincoln. <laughs> don't, don't mention Lincoln. <laughs> I really brilliant. want to hear that story. What happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened? It, it has to do with her mom, I guess,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, gotta be guy who looked just like Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. You know, honey, we don't I, have time for uh, this. Yeah.
0: I I I am not gonna I'm not gonna have a lot of uh, criticisms about the film because we don't we really don't yeah. really do that. Um, uh, uh, we're all about like sharing what we like and what we love.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I I do, I do say like like what a wonderful actor that gets lost in the in the zaniness that ensues mm-hmm. in the in, in 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 this in this film. Like she mm-hmm. is so agreed good. She's so good and she's like underutilized. I feel mm-hmm. like in this, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Which is a shame, but what's, what's there, it shines.
1: Yeah. And when yeah. you're, when you're stuffing this much into a film, mm-hmm. the screen time, she, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot. I mean, she's competing with, you know, 30 to to maybe 60 different gremlins, you know? Yeah. And like a gag, gag a minute, gag a minute why
2: why gremlins two? the new batch why why this are we is, this i this is guess, my pick this, this is me it was your pick or was it your pick
1: i think we no. maybe it was a mutual <laughs> pick because i feel like okay, this <laughs> is definitely okay uh,
0: so you ex- you explain to me why or should i go okay. it? you know what i think you i think you have a more interesting reason no no you go ahead you go ahead so why gremlins 2 um, basically, what happened is i I was watching a different film, a different horror film one night, and I immediately like called up Mickey, and it's gonna be the second film we talk about in this series mm-hmm. of sassy sequels, yes, and yeah. it was that film that made me go, we need to do a whole series of mm-hmm. like sequels that are just like off the charts, crazy, like just like
1: mm-hmm.
0: like. like Like, this is this is
1: this is taking shots taking shots diverging from you know an easy path
0: yeah um uh it's it it, it's 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 the creators going okay uh number crunchers studio people like you want a sequel here's a fucking sequel you know what i mean it's all and we're gonna it's all all, all the excess all mm-hmm. all of like that it kept, you know this is 1990 but you know it was shot in 89 um right. but all the x of the 80s is there you know mm-hmm. um uh so when i was thinking of films that would pair with that obviously Grimms 2 came to mind and gremlins yeah. 2 is a movie that like i really haven't revisited yeah and i was like blown away by like how good this is it was too much if you if you're a constant listener of the podcast, you'll know that I was a bit of a scared cat when I was a child, and this movie was very scary. Uh, Gizmo pulled me in, but this 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 movie oh, sure. in particular has some pretty terrifying little segments in it. Uh, but it it really does um, um, do a good job of like I'm gonna I'm gonna have some horrifying and then immediately follow it up with a joke like. Uh, uh, the internet trolls that are in the security if they're talking about like all the bullshit rules for the you know, it's like it's always midnight somewhere, and then the gremlin yeah. pops out and fucking. that's scary. <laughs> it's terrifying and hilarious. but then it like mm-hmm. de heightens by the the gremlin like fucking like clocking him in the face. you know what I mean? at mm-hmm. first, yeah, it's like usually he's like, ah, but it bites you in the neck and it's like, oh, okay, there's not blood everywhere. He's okay. And then he just, punches them. It's, fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's a good bit. It's hilarious. It's it's too much. Yeah. It's like we can't talk about all the gags. It's too much. much. Yeah. There's this is yeah. everything. Everything is 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 that. Um so so that's sort of like I don't remember a time of seeing this for the first time. I don't I like mm-hmm. this. And again it kind of rolls up into like a holiday film for me for some reason. I think it's because um john glover who plays uh clamp um yeah was in scrooge
1: scrooge so i always i I, I, like my
0: little kid brain like like conflates those two but i'll say like he is so likable so likable bad guy
1: a likable he's like
0: he's likable in
1: everything he's a very he just brings this like youthful enthusiastic schmuck a likable schmuck yeah
0: People often compare. I think his, you know, and it's there. His character is really based off of Ted Turner, Donald Trump, but he's he yeah. he, he he brings a lot of like George W. Bush to it. You know, kind of like kind of silly, kind of like a like a a, 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 a clown. Uh, very mm-hmm. likable. Like I wouldn't say George W. Bush he, was likable when he was in office. He, um, but there's a but there's but an approachability.
1: Kind of, okay.
0: Hmm. I'm a regular an guy. You no. Know?
1: An innocence to him, you know, that you're like, oh, you know what he's, he's he's good at he's good at heart, you know? But yeah. there are some definite let's do like memos. Yeah. There's definitely like a side of the the Trump. This was a, also a different era, Trump, right? So it's like looking at it now, thinking that's what Trump was based on feels a little odd. But yeah, but yeah, but even to the book where that says like his his book, it's it's like yeah. fashion to look just like the art of the deal.
0: Oh, I gotta real quick before we get to, um, why
2: for you Mm -hmm. and your history. So that book, um, inflation today would be
0: 48, 44 plus you got to put New York city tax on there. So a, that book, which is not that big would cost 52 70, 52 70 for a nonfiction. Book that looks like it's. I read a lot of books, and I got to tell you, that looked like it was around 300. I don't think you're busting okay. 400 pages on that.
1: Okay.
0: 50 in, in, that is nuts. Yeah, but you, but that is the, nuts. The, the, I'm not going to pay that much for a
1: book that's not a collectible. Did you, did you see the Clamp Center? This guy is a modern Marvel. <laughs> this is like, this, this, he is the Elon Musk
3: of his time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that's a really mean thing to say about Clamp, that he's an Elon Musk. Elon
1: Musk, Musk. yeah, that is, yeah. No, it has, yeah. Uh, uh, Clamp
0: is, like, charming uh, um, and uh, well-spoken and uh, childlike. I would not put Elon Musk in any of those categories.
1: Did you think that Clamp's journey in the story was the 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 one character that had the like largest arc <laughs> he really had a fantastic he had a
0: fantastic arc and um um billy's yes, boss um yep
1: is it marla Marla
2: bloodstone uh
0: bloodstone.
1: uh, uh H- haviland morris haviland morris yes haviland morris is did you ever see when you oh. were younger
2: uh who's that girl no, I, I had a sister. So, I mean, actually, you know, I how old was yours?
0: My
1: sister was older. She, OK, well, uh, I don't by know about, like but, less than but like less than a year. Oh, then that, that makes sense. Well, my sister was like uh, she's five years older than I am. And who's that girl it was the Madonna movie with um, Griffin Dunn, where he's going to marry Haviland. Morris, uh, yes. But he falls. He gets smitten and falls in love with Madonna. Haviland. Yeah, she is incredible in that film, and she's she's doing her thing in this film, which I like. I think I think she's great in this film, and yes, agreed. Oh, her she's and, fantastic. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I'm glad you think so. Hilarious. Too. She's like yes. like, I love her,
0: love her. She's doing yeah. she's doing like she's doing I the love thing. her little uh, uh, cigarette case. Yeah, that like has she's the like, lighter yeah. on it. Takes mm-hmm. into the, the they disembowel the fish at your table. This you about know, the fish at your table. Yeah, the I, I kind of went walking. I kind of went. I kind of went walking yeah. there a little bit. Yeah, well, she um, is
1: the one. You know, people call her <laughs> the, the, the female. A lot walk-in. of people don't this.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't know this. That she, this performance is really based off of uh, Christopher Walken's character from Dogs of War.
1: Oh, okay. That that makes sense now. Uh, <laughs> that makes uh, that makes total sense.
0: The disemboweling of the fish at the table. You know the mm-hmm. the chocolate yeah. horn that she's yeah. to eat. Yeah, dessert because she's so horny for Billy. Oh my God, she wants
2: to fuck <laughs> she Billy so wants bad.
1: Billy so bad.
2: <laughs> How yeah, badly I, would you kind have of... like like? You're working. You're
1: working a job. Mm-hmm, your boss mm-hmm. is like a fucking super hot uh, lady. Bloodstone. She wants to. Yeah. Oh, take me out. She and wants to like a, uh, uh-huh. a redhead. She, she has two serious <laughs> thing. You know, I'm a sucker for redheads. Mickey loves to, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> my wife is a my wife is a redhead. And number two, when I was like a younger man, like I know it's disgusting, but seeing somebody smoke, like sometimes, yeah. it just makes a woman super sexy. We're from that smokes. generation. I, you know, yeah, it's like something. It's like you're it's like, sexy. She's kind you're of a cool. Bad girl. She's like, yeah, she's a little edgy because she smokes. I like it. Yeah.
3: Assu- assuming you're like habit. young and
1: attractive <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right that's it's the it's the juxtaposition of like you're exactly. doing something so unhealthy and disgusting but you're so attractive it's and young beautiful when you, that do you it just yeah. like you know
1: it's if you like, just if all beautiful you saw people do like, bad things is sexy
0: oh yeah it's like if you if all you do is like watch like dick miller and harry dean stanton like smoking cigarettes it's like oh, i'm yeah, never gonna yeah, smoke yeah, different, cigarettes different. yeah i don't need that, I don't really look like that. <laughs>
1: That's you're like now, a very serious now, actor, and you're like that's what actresses do. Now that female gremlin smoking a cigarette, that's a different story.
0: Hey. Oh, that is soup. That's the sex.
1: thing. <laughs> that's the, 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 sex, the sex.
0: that's that's if if Harry Dean Stanton was to
1: dress up in drag, that's yeah, <laughs> that's Greta.
0: <laughs> Greta, I believe, is her name.
1: Yeah, Greta. Greta is the is the gremlin's name. Um. So,
0: Mickey, you're like yeah. why why this is the first time in the return slot history that we both have a why. Um, yeah uh, but why <laughs> so this too? Is,
1: And <laughs> this is why I chose the movie you chose. um there's I, 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 I'm going to just take a little bit of I got to contextualize this for people For listeners sitting at home, you have to understand a little bit of my childhood, okay? I have to paint a picture of my childhood for you. Between 1989 and 1993, my brother worked uh, on and off as the projectionist at our local movie theater. Okay. So um, Sundays. Oh, at hold on, hold Moodle. on,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. Mickey adopted from Honduras into adopted a Texas family. So to we're Texas talking family. about a small
1: town in Texas. You're adopted. Small town, East Texas. Yep. And yeah. and, and okay, brothers. A little who context. Yeah. And this older brother that worked at the movie theater was, uh, he was my hero. He, and this, this is the cult it, he's brother my hero. True. Yes.
0: This is the cult he, brother. He, so listen to previous episodes for context uh, for the cult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen to previous Christopher
1: <laughs> Lee episodes. Um, so, but, <laughs> so he ran the projection. So he would sometimes help us out, get deals for movies. So, so from that period of time, it was like a four year stint where my family and I, we went and saw pretty much everything at the theater. And I remember it so fondly. And I've mentioned this in past episodes about Ghostbusters 2, because that was around 19, I think, 89. And then um, 1990. Uh, my, so I remember seeing this at a theater, and I hadn't remembered it fully until the very opening moment with the Looney Tunes in this film. And it brought back such yeah. a wave of nostalgia and a memory of sitting in a theater and looking up at my mom and reaching into her purse to grab popcorn. Cause we, cause we would pop our own popcorn. And oh in yeah. Yeah. You'd and, had all
0: kinds of stuff and, in that, in your mind oh, big man. purse. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It was the best, but. And for the, for the was, listener,
0: uh, that's a bit younger. Uh, uh, they would, that was a normal thing for, uh, um, uh, Looney Tunes cartoons to play before the yeah. feature. You know, there was
1: like a whole ramp up. And there was, and and it just, I instantly, I was like, oh my God, I do. This was like a big film for me when I was a kid. It's not one that I probably rewatched in 25 or or more years. But when I was a kid, I remember coming home Sunday after church. You know, mom makes you get dressed up in your Sunday's best. You go to church. We go to, you know, Los Dos for Mexican food or after lunch. then we get home and she's like, everybody go change immediately. We're going to the movie. And she would be popping popcorn. I threw on like my... My you know, casual clothes, probably a Batman T-shirt and, you know, some silly <laughs> jean shorts. Like it was it took me so back watching this because I remember that it was like the summer of whatever, what year 1990 this came out the summer of 1990 sitting yeah. there in a movie theater watching this with my entire family. And then afterward, whenever it came, either HBO or maybe Rentals, just wearing it out for a full summer or maybe it was a full year. I don't know. However long it took for them to make it to a VHS. But I wore this thing yeah. out over that short period of time. And then I don't think I ever went back to it. And it doesn't get brought up a lot. It's not on people's top 100 lists. It's not something that comes top of mind of awareness. But just watching it again, I don't know that I can give this any kind of yeah like what i say about this film is coming from a place of truly a wash of nostalgia when i watched it just now Mm. or i mean earlier i i was just every moment i was like oh my god i totally remember that that was fantastic i remember my (laughs) brother had gremlins 2 for like the nintendo i remember just i just remember it being like a big summer movie that for some reason my mom thought it was a great family pick because these small, these small towns in America, these small, like this small East Texas town had four theaters. That's it. It was a four screen cinema. So things only like the most popular, the most, the things they thought would make, you know, the most money wound up at the theater. And if they were good, they stayed forever. If they were bad, they were gone and replaced with a Disney film pretty soon, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. You really, like, I didn't have a lot of options, but this, but it also made all those movies that I did see that much more special because I didn't have a lot of options. Like, this for me was like taking a vacation at that age. I was probably, I was, what, I was like eight or nine years old seeing this movie and Mm -hmm. having no context of gremlins one which is hilarious right because it's, yeah. it's such a parody of itself <laughs> but it's still it's <laughs> the it worst loving it it's still loving it and then watching gremlins one and when i got to the point where i watched gremlins one i was like wow this is not the movie i was expecting there are so many fewer gremlins and there is not any like, <laughs> like, yeah. like we're all the goofy ones, we're all the fun ones, uh, yeah. It was like, you know, but but honestly, I cherish Gremlins one and I and I, I love it a lot. And I, I, from a simply introducing a Gremlins film to somebody, I'm probably gonna do one, you know, but this film means a lot to me, and I'm and I'm rediscovering that it means a lot to me as we do this.
0: So, I gotta know. Did you so when they do the gag, where like the gremlins have gotten into the the uh the booth, the projection booth, yes, and uh, they they fuck with the film. Did you yeah. like, do you remember having the, what what that experience was like?
2: I, I, what, I did you really ha- think
0: like the film was getting screwed up? Like what happened?
1: I I don't remember, and I, and I don't want to fabricate anything ah. for this, but but I just know. I know who I was at that age, and I know that it was impactful. I know I was sitting there like, is this... Yeah, I know for me, because I, I, I was really blossoming at that age, and really, I think that it was a watershed moment for me with that string of films, because I talk a lot about those films in those couple of years, just mm-hmm. really making me want to, number one, get into movies, and number two, move to New York City. It was like, those are the two things I took away from that like three- or four-year stint of watching movies. I was like, I'm going to eventually somehow work in the movies and i'm eventually going to live in new york city it's done and you did it i I know yeah i did it i did it yeah
0: um so cut all of that i want you to fabricate
1: so i was sitting there and when the film thing i went whoa mom mom i got scared and nervous i grabbed her arm and she said it's fine i think and she looked back at jeff in the projection booth and he gave him a thumbs up and i was like what and then i realized you can break the fourth wall that's when i discovered you could break the fourth wall (laughs) (laughs) this like seriously
0: though this this is the first exposure i had to um breaking the fourth wall parody satirical Mm -hmm. humor you know what i mean and it all kind of like made sense to me yeah at that time.
1: Yeah, no, it did. It does. Um, yeah. I I remember I remember really liking this film. So and at eight or nine, it wasn't. I mean, yes, part of the appeal was just all the cool characters of gremlins and all the neat creatures. But it also was just kind of in line with where my sense of humor was gonna go in life and kind of my sensibility. You know, I think that this is a film that that some people just not gonna get. And that's okay, right? It's like we all have yeah. different their films that people love that I'm like, I don't I don't really get it, you know. But but their film, this is one that that certain people will get really well and I think will really like just love. A lot of a lot of critics
0: didn't get it when it came out. No audiences did not. Also, like this wasn't the like gigantic financial success that uh, they were hoping for. And you also get like the first film, it's like Spielberg presents. Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. Amblin Entertainment. Steven Spielberg presents, and,
1: and it oozes just amb- Amblin. It, it, it oozes the Amblin feel, you know, suburban town, you know, a little the first one, you know, yeah, yeah, the first one. It, it it bleeds Amblin, you know, of of what they were good at, right? Like suburban town, weird thing happens. Our heroes are small town, you know, middle America folk, right. This one does uh, not do that. And then people that, that no. love that sensibility, this isn't going for that. It's what the joke at the end. When he looks at that thing goes, This is what they always, this is what they always wanted. This is what we always needed. The small town <laughs> thing. I was like, that's a hilarious joke. Yeah. They know. They know. Totally they lost knew. on people. Totally lost.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, <clears throat> I just, yeah. <clears throat> How about those? Wind. I I I do miss, um,
0: you know, with technology comes advantages and disadvantages. And, like, this movie just opens with this amazing helicopter shot that, like, you could not get unless you had money of New York City. You know what I mean? You Mm -hmm. got the Twin Towers. You Mm -hmm. got, uh, which Mickey and I, Mickey and I were living in New York together. When those fucking things came down. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Um yeah, we were we were doors apart from each other. Um so uh, uh but like you got you you get these amazing shots that like are like on film beautiful, like what a way to start the movie. It's like we're in mm-hmm. fucking New York for real. You yeah, know what I mean? This it. isn't Jason I Takes Manhattan. This is this is <laughs> we're doing yeah. you know. And I I, I love how it takes like okay. Do you know anything about that shot?
1: Do you know about that shot?
0: No. What? What? No. It's it's from Superman three
1: it's
3: from is superman it for three
1: superman <laughs> yeah they didn't actually
0: like <laughs> that, joe dante was like why are we gonna pay for this to happen we're just gonna
1: take superman three
0: shot yeah that is that is a roger <laughs> corman oh right there that's that's how yes, he made his yes. first film that's how joe dante made his first film he was at his a, first film taking editor other yep with with someone else i can't, I can't remember the the, the the other person's name Me either but they were either. like you know you know we got to get into directing so they they Devised a way to direct film Mm -hmm. where they took a bunch of unused footage, like a bunch of footage that existed, and then like shot low, ultra low budget stuff. Mm -hmm. But then all this like uh, supplemental stuff that was already shot. And like that's 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 how he made his film.
1: Yeah. The opening shot of your film is not from your film.
0: (laughs) That's such a a Corman thing. It's such (laughs) fucking like. Yeah. all the students of corman like yeah God they, bless they them. went on yeah they did um, great yeah uh and real quick i did want to mention like so so like joe dante has like two great mentors people who give him breaks in his life roger corman's one of them and then uh steven Spielberg, and the other and they worked together on twilight zone a movie mm-hmm. um and Dante uh experiences a very positive experience because this horrific thing happens on the set on uh, like mm-hmm. another director because it's an anthology piece so john yeah. landis has this horrific thing happen but like the yeah. studio still wants to release it and money off of it so he kind of gets left alone so his first experience with hollywood is like oh people are really nice you know he's got steven spielberg to question this yeah. too uh 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 people are fantastic. This this movie making business is really fun. Look how nice it is. Um mm-hmm. and, uh, but Spielberg was going to direct a uh Halloween segment about like kids on Halloween night. But because of what happened on uh John Landitz's segment, you know, these these two kids die tragically during mm-hmm. the filming of it, he was like, Okay. I'm not going to do kids at all. I'm going to do old people, <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's like, because the whole thing would have to be shot at night. And it's like, you know, and it's, we got robbed of like a really, uh, first of all, a tragedy. And those people got, um, the lies, um, and, uh, and the fallout of something tragic like that. But also, um, oh man, to have a, an original story, like cuz all mm-hmm. the twilight zone movies all the twilight zone segments are uh <laughs> remake of original episodes so mm-hmm. it's like this mm-hmm. would have been an original piece directed by Steven Spielberg on and Halloween yeah. night like oh
2: man could have been been what epic been. yeah um uh but uh, uh Rick Baker oh yeah. comes onto the press.
0: and he didn't want to at first Did you, do you know this no no i don't know this so he didn't so um I forget I don't have the name down. I'm so sorry. But the original person who did the effects and and designs for the original uh it was, a student
1: uh, was of Rick Baker Bo- Bo- uh, Botin. Was it botine? No, no, it the wasn't Botine.
0: No. No, no, no. Okay. No. Um it was Chris something, I believe. Uh that's he was he was developing his uh directing career, so he wasn't available, right? right? And that's then Dante wanted right. Rick yeah, yeah. Baker and uh Rick, you know, there's ties there and Rick Baker's like, "Uh, I don't want to work off of someone else's designs, but if you let me just do my own thing then I'm in. And because of the position Dante found himself in, right, of like, I don't give a fuck, I guess I'll do this Mm
3: -hmm.
0: let's like go all out like he got the money to give Rick Baker to really just go crazy with his, uh, we got um,
3: uh, Gizmo of course
1: yeah, Gizmo. Yeah, yep. we got
0: the the brain gremlin,
1: brainy gremlin. Mo- yeah, Mohawk, it's like Spike. Yep. but Mohawk, not Spike. That's right. It's like Spike
0: Mohawk. Um, yep.
2: Um, then we have. Oh, I had more down here. There's Daffy.
0: Daffy. Um, hmm, I don't know the, yeah, by the name. Daffy is the like the one that gets mistaken for Gizmo. That Phoebe Cates. Yeah, takes the, the goofy-eyed one back. The goofy-eyed one, and then there's um oh geez I had, I had them all listed, but I didn't. Uh um uh Mickey, do some filler for me while I uh, yeah we got go the bat gremlin,
1: here. we got the uh got the gremlin. bat gremlin, we got the vegetable face gremlin, yeah we vegetable got the spider gremlin. gremlin. I, I'm gonna start yeah, doing it like scared um, the shit out of me. <laughs> it's so gross too. I'm gonna start doing this like Bubba Gump. Uh, we got the. Uh,
2: Batman, <laughs> Gremlin. We got the Flash Otter Gremlin. Gremlin. <laughs> Flasher Gremlin.
1: The Gargoyle.
0: Okay, Gremlin, so okay, which is the I, I, got, I got I Got it. Gremlin.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so Daffy, uh, uh, also yeah. known as the Marathon and yeah. Dentist Gremlin. Um, yes, yes. He's yes, the one so who's going to do the marathon scene with the uh, marathon yep, man I scene with that. Billy. I love that. Uh, we got George. Which is the grouchy, moody, cold. Uh he kind of resembles Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> um uh, then we got Lenny who uh uh pops up. Uh he's the no, he doesn't pop. He he's the chef Gremlin or Big Gremlin. Um there's the one that's MRG's him him microwave. They're they're all there, but like okay. so Daffy and Lenny are get kind of confused cuz they're both kind of goofy looking but Daffy is like <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Lenny's more like, oh, 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 oh. like he's got the buck teeth. Yeah.
1: Um, yes, Daffy is the buck teeth,
0: right? That's Molly's favorite. Yeah. Um and then there's Phantom g- Gremlin. I love that. The Phantom <laughs> gremlin, the gremlin is so good. <laughs> the Gremlin is like looks at the ass, do not throw the face, throws it on the face and then <laughs> There's a secretary gremlin. Love <laughs> it, just yeah, like disgusting. Like I love it when he, when uh, 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 Clamp comes out and it's just like A B C E E
2: E E. Like
0: oh my gosh! And then yeah. the 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 paper shredding
1: scene, uh, oh,
2: mirroring yeah, the blender scene.
0: Oh god,
1: yeah. so disgusting! The, so d- disgusting. get our Wall Street bros. We have Wall Street bros in there.
2: Yes, um, yeah,
1: uh, we got
0: they go, mohawk. sell say bye bye, sell sell. Did I
2: buy, buy, sell, sell.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with brain. Did
2: yeah, I, did I like, mention mohawk? Yeah, you did mention mohawk. Yeah, we- mohawk, vegetable brain, uh, um,
0: electric gremlin. Yes, electric <laughs> uh, <laughs> it turns <to> back <laughs> gremlin. Greta, the female gremlin. Okay, that's all. yes, um, wonderful. Uh, uh mickey Mickey texted me today uh uh he oh, sent me I the key it, and yeah. peel the key and peel sketch uh which I was like, yes, I watched this already <laughs> like it's it's you you gotta watch that. it's fantastic. I love it i I love like, the the nineteen eighties studio guy who does sequels. fantastic
1: while we're on like talking about like the different kind of gremlins when it, when they're in the wall Street scene, what brain says I wrote it down because <clears throat> you got to think so like like the whole movie is like it's it's disaster all over the um clamp center you know anarchy. it's like yeah. yeah anarchy right but they're also like collapsing the the like entire financial market because like yeah the, those <laughs> women are going bye, bye. <laughs> and brain says and i wrote it down brain says yes i'd say it's a full-scale panic are you having a run on the banks there yet Well, it's rather brutal here. We're advising our clients to put everything they've got into canned food and shotguns. I'm like, (laughs) that line made me laugh out loud. And I was like, Molly was like, Molly thought it was funny, but I was just like, for some reason, it just, I was beside myself laughing. It just, the pace of it, and Arkansas. (laughs) I was just like, I love it. Canned food and shotguns. (laughs) um sorry i just sorry i had to sidetrack us there a little bit to get in that quote i love no um it's like one of these things i'm gonna throw at a dinner party sometime i'll be like oh when somebody when someone one of my like really like fancy friends are talking about like the stock market yes. and say oh yeah i advise you know to put everything into you know canned food and shotguns yeah know. or
2: or, or uh, uh,
0: uh is it bacon and coffee it's whatever steven's dad invests all the money into in the jerk.
1: Yes, yeah, or or you know potatoes. What I mean? the, the
2: it's Saved like by the bacon. Bacon's all definitely one of them.
1: I can't remember what the that's other an one is. episode. Been a while since I've seen the jerk of say by the belt, all the kids get a chance to invest in something, and they all say, "Can we do potatoes?" I mean, yeah, dumb. That's yeah. that's like yeah. Um, um. So speaking
0: <clears throat> speaking of the, uh um. Uh, uh breaking the you know this movie breaks the fourth the wall, fourth the wall. Fetus, yeah. obviously. uh, and the fifth wall yeah. i think um yeah uh, when the projection bruce breaks down did you ever are you aware of or experience the home video version of that
1: the john wayne yes yeah so have, if yes, you meant it i, have, I the was vi- aware of it yeah and the vi-
0: yeah, so if you rented this movie on VHS in the '90s, instead of you're at the theater, it's like static from television, and then it cuts to like a John Wayne film, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. it's. <laughs> I just yeah. I just love the way the Gremlins talk. Like <laughs> it's like that was that was a little bit of a bit HUD, but <laughs> yeah,
1: ah, John Wayne, ah, Emily. Ah.
0: god damn this is funny
1: and they like dubbed john wayne's voice to be like i don't like having these little creatures around it's yeah it's fucking wonderful and then someone
0: made a fan film where it's like early days video on demand and he works the gremlins into um like batman returns Indiana jones uh sirsists uh, like all these classic films, like someone's like flipping, like the gremlins are flipping through video on demand to all these films. It just work like, like the Batman dealing with, you know, the segment where the penguin puts in the thing in his car and his car gets all fucked up. Yeah. Like the yeah. gremlins are fucking with his car. You know what Got I mean? It. It's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's, 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 it's hilarious. like, I mean, like it looks amazing from the perspective of someone doing this on their own. <laughs> but it, yeah. it lacks the charm of like a physical gremlin but like sure it, it, it's really fun to see like you know uh indiana jones and like uh the segment where he goes down into snakes. the uh uh snakes the snakes but well, what's the jones. first one yeah and the um raiders of the lost the, ark yeah yeah uh uh uh, it's just instead of snakes, it's just the Gremlins partying <laughs> like it's New Year's Eve. Kudo, kudos to you, yeah. whoever you are, that made that 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 uh, uh, a short film. It's like seven minutes long. You think like all oh, seven no. minutes is fucking forever, but it's like it's very funny. It's very funny.
1: I, I love all things Gremlins at this. Um,
0: point. I love that you see every penny on the screen. Like yes, like like I'm going to use every single like they. I think they tripled the budget from the original, mm-hmm. uh, and like. Every penny is on screen. Boy,
2: They it's yeah. just nonstop. Nonstop. And so at the beginning of the film, Billy tries to get a cab, right, with
0: uh, Kate. And uh he's like, I'm going here. And then the cab driver's like, fuck this. And he drives off. If you lived in New York at a certain time period before Lyft and Uber, you'll have this experience of the cab driver asking you where you're going. And this is before you're in the car, right? They would do this before you're in the car. Where are you going? You tell them, and they go, and they drive off, which is illegal. Can't (laughs) be like, I'm going to Vegas. You know what I mean? Like, that's nuts. But, um, uh, so that's why, like, you always get in the cab first, and then tell them where you're going.
1: But this is back when they had Russians driving cabs.
0: It's it's these crazy Russians who could steal a for Bobs and uh,
1: <laughs> Dick this Miller is from the movie. For God those who haven't him. seen it. Okay. <laughs> Not me being anything. And uh, yeah.
0: God bless Dick Miller. Uh, I love the segment. Love I love uh, um, uh, that whole segment where it's like, people are kind of like ignoring what's going on. Uh huh. You know, like the, the bat gremlins attacking him, but everyone just keeps <laughs> walking. You yeah, know what I mean? That's
1: New York. That's New York.
0: <laughs> I would say post 9/11. Say post 9/11. New York's different. I I do okay, yeah. feel like people are more helpful than they used to be. There's r- well, they still got places to go, but like yeah, like I was I was like I was walking right and mm-hmm. uh, street. There was this rat that got run over by a car, and it was like literally like the size of fucking football it was just smashed and i i'm walking and i see this guy and he's just like what the fuck what the fuck is that what are you (laughs) fucking kidding me that's disgust that's fucking disgust fucking new york Mm -hmm. oh my god this is awful (laughs) i can't believe do you see this does any see and everyone's just like, kind of ignoring, like, okay, we're not. Yeah. Gonna, and I'm just laughing to myself because it's like, yeah, that's that is ludicrous. The size of this, <laughs> that got, com- it's like completely flat, like a yeah. Looney
1: Tunes cartoon. <laughs> like it's
0: uh, it's off. It's disgusting. You're right. You're he was
1: he was saying what we were all thinking. yep Anyways, shout out to Sheila Futterman as well. She's great in that film. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I I always
0: assumed they died, both of them. Okay. In the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't I don't know if they retroactively brought them back to life, or like one of the, like like Dick Mills died. I don't know. But like, I was I was happy to see them, and I was happy
2: that like he like fucking kicks ass in this. Yeah. 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 They're bo- they're both uh, just I, doing
1: just cracking me up the whole time just a joy to watch her with her camera being the the like ultimate like new york city tourist first time out of the small town you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I feel like i it's uh, there was a part of like sheila futterman in me when i was a kid the first time
2: i went to new york city yeah um yeah and grandpa fred grandpa um, fred's great robert prosky uh, this is our,
1: god for for, for listeners who who haven't listen to past episodes we do a pretty good robert prosky talk during christine as well he is uh he has yeah been a yeah we've he's a callback but he is great i, I love his, kind of the heart of like, the film uh, in a lot of ways yeah yeah
0: um he is he and um oh what's his name the guy he uh Wantanabe. Uh,
1: to st-
3: yeah, a character uh, name Getty or Wantanabe. his name?
1: No, that's his real name. Uh,
3: yeah he's Getty like Watanabe
1: who like made
0: yeah. made a career out of playing stereotypical racist portrayals of Asian people. He brings like mm-hmm. he always brings like heart and humor to all of his roles. Yeah. Like he should have like w- what what would have happened if like he like you know he would have given an opportunity to really explore the talent that was there. You know what I mean? He has good, like, it, he's it, great it, it, in this.
1: He has great comedic timing just in an era where you're typecast. Yeah. You know, he would have been great in any kind of comedic lead role. He would, he could have been a, a nice, um, you know, all those like teenage movies where you had um, Anthony Michael Hall or you had, um, oh, you know, the um, Duck Lips. I can't remember his, 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 the actor's name right now. But, um, you could have transferred Getty Wantanabe into any of those characters and he would have been just as funny and, and nerdy and full of like, like I empathize with those guys incredibly when I watch those films, you know, those John Hughes films, he would have been perfect. He wasn't a John Hughes film, but he would have been perfect as one of those yeah, 16 candles. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. He, yeah. He's kind of like, you have some similarities. John Cryer, to John
1: Cryer's duck lips. John Cryer. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Ducky.
1: Yeah.
2: Ducky. Yeah. Ducky. Um Ducky. Yeah. Ducky.
0: Um, uh, you're similar to him in that, like he's from Utah and he sounds like a guy from Utah. He is not from generic Asian country character. You know what I mean? He's like, sounds like he, a you know, guy from Utah and, yeah. and you are a guy who sounds like the white. You're the white. We always talk about this. You're the whitest. We know but you're like, mm-hmm. you're from Honduras. You're adopted from yeah. Honduras. You you yeah. know.
1: A, a lot of people refer to me as the uh, Getty Watanabe, the Hispanic Getty Watanabe. <laughs> <laughs> if Getty Watanabe and Harry Connick Jr. had a baby, it'd be you. <laughs> I'm liking this going through the cast a little bit because this cast is a phenomenal cast. I mean, from Tony Randall doing Brain Gremlin to we mentioned Robert Prosky to don't even get me started on my, my fave, Christopher Lee. But, uh, but one guy I definitely want to talk about is Robert Picardo. And now that I've kind of teed that up, I'll wait for you to come back and we'll discuss Robert Picardo. My first, uh, like exposure to Robert Picardo was gremlins too, but I don't know if you've ever seen him in inner space. But I looked him up on IMDB, you know, in preparation for this episode. This guy works, man. He is fantastic in everything. Yeah. He has like got a million different faces, a million different characters. He is just a strong I, i'll will call him a character actor because he's like unrecognizable in some of the films. like I, I was looking at his body of work, and I was like, oh yeah, he was that guy too. yeah.
0: He's been, I was just I, talking to Ali the other day about, um, my partner Ali about, uh, Interspace. Haven't seen you have You have got to interspace see Interspace. is
1: great. Interspace is fantastic. Robert Ricardo has got one of the best scenes in that whole movie. He's, he's like like, he's like a, this cowboy kind of thing. Yeah. Well, he's like an Eastern European guy who is called the cowboy, yeah. and he's obsessed with,
0: like, Western American cowboy culture. And Dennis Quaid is like a uh, NASA type yep. uh, pilot who gets
1: flyboy, yeah,
0: shrunk and, and uh, yeah, it gets shrunk and ejected into Martin Short.
1: Martin Short and hilarity comedy. ensues. Yeah, uh, physical Biden is
2: wonderful.
1: Galore. Oh boy, check
2: they it also, out. Also,
1: also Joe Dante. Yeah, That's why you get this.
0: Also, you get you got you got some uh, burr. Crossover here. Uh, The the Burbs Burbs is is one one of my fuck favorite movies. And you got um, uh, let's see here, Harry Gibson who gets fired for smoking. Richard Parto, fires Mm -hmm. him. Like a little cameo there. You have Rick Duckamon. I am probably pronouncing his name wrong, but the security guard that's like uh, when Billy's trying to turn the water off he's a security guard who comes and stops him. Yeah. And he gets yeah, bitten yeah. on the nose. And I was like, Oh, you should have been yep. in this movie more. He's so yep. like, he is, I think more of him in this movie would have been a value added for sure. I was sad to yep. see that his character, like that should have been, I love Richard Picardo. We talked about him in the legend episode. Go back and listen to our legend episode. He's in that, um, which uh, great, but like, I really would have loved, uh, uh uh rick as as uh billy's foil in this because he just he's so animated and over the top and like he's perfect for a film like this and if you haven't seen the burbs you need to see the burbs we're going to do the burbs at some point we gotta
1: do that i love the burbs
0: it's it's a crying shame it just shows you how insane the film industry is and how it is that somebody as hilarious as Joe Dante, someone who makes the kind of films that he makes, doesn't, hasn't continued to make films. You know,
1: yeah, you know, uh, just a little shout out to something on YouTube, something I came across while doing some of this, is like digging in on on Gremlins Two. There's this interview with Joe Dante. It's it's like later years Joe Dante talking with a teenager science like i want to call him nerd but that's not fair because he's just really into science he's just that's his passion i will make necessarily that makes him a nerd Nerd, mickey he's a fucking nerd you like science you're a fucking nerd but this kid is like so socially awkward and he's he's yeah a fucking nerd joe dante about (laughs) inner space And it is hilarious because Joe Dante eventually Mm. has to take over the interview and tell him what good Uh questions he should ask. (laughs) It is so funny. And I I find myself, (laughs) I I, I I got this, I got there and I was like, what is this? And I was not going to watch it. And then I ended up watching the whole thing. I was like, this is the most baffling train wreck of an interview that Joe Dante has to give about inner space and about the actual science with this like really sciencey kid that just has <laughs> no social game, you know, it's like n- completely socially awkward. It is hilarious. And like, he even says like, um, well, I can't remember. I, you know, Just watch it. It's, I can't give it justice. This is not an Interspace episode, but Interspace, if we ever get to the return slot of sci-fi. <laughs> hey.
0: that's pretty scary sometimes. We might be able to get in there. Let's, let's talk about yeah. Zach
2: Galligan. Billy. Yeah, Zach Galligan. Thoughts? He's good.
1: I had a, you know, he seems like in my mind, looking back on him, he feels like a very, you know, big part of my movie watching as a child. And then just never his career kind of never rose to those big movies, or at least maybe in my mind, these movies were bigger than what they actually were. But but I'm um, in your wasn't mind. In they a... were... <laughs> I
3: mean, I think these big like, hits the...
1: like gremlins two And the, what's the one wax worker
0: oh, gremlins, that, that gremlins,
1: Waxworks. He, yeah. he, he,
0: he, had, he had some, he had some swings. He kind of yeah. fits. He's also like, he fits into that, like fright night, the tag. Oh yeah. Fright night. Where it's like these, mm-hmm. like, you know, good-looking, creamy-skinned, curly, black-haired, handsome guys who kind of, like, kind of boringly written characters, and they kind of also, yeah. like, like, I just, I think that's some, like, I don't like to talk negative, usually, but, like, the way he handles Gizmo doesn't always feel like Gizmo is real. Sometimes if like it feels like he's just picking up an inanimate object, and I think about like the care and sophistication in um, Ryan Gosling's performance in Lars and the Real Girl.
2: Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. Like he has, he's in love with this doll, and like the care that the like he gives to that performance of like this, like kind of. When I heard about it, I was like, Why is Ryan Gosling makes movies? sounds like a terrible comedy and then you watch it and it's like it's funny but Mm -hmm. it's 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 a very moving dramatic film Mm -hmm. Mm real um and so i just i think there's a reason why he didn't go on to do more amazing things and i
2: think it's because he's just doesn't like you know there's not something special there with Billy. When I was a kid, Billy they, loomed large,
0: but as an adult, I find, I find that performance is lacking and the character is lacking. You know, I like him. Yeah. I have, I have fond, I have fondness for him, but yeah, I, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I mean,
1: it, yeah, he's pretty generic and, and you know, is it the writing? Is it the actor? Um, yeah, I, I hear you. I think it's I think,
0: it's a, com- I mean, I think it's a combination generic, of him. things. Yeah, You know, yeah. he's not he's not bringing like you like you like when you I think he was doing exactly what was being asked of him.
2: And sometimes mm-hmm. you have to be better than that.
1: hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Especially when you're Roprosky. acting against people, especially when you're acting against the people that you're acting against. I mean, he definitely feels like almost when he enters a scene in Gremlins 2. I'm not going to say Gremlins 1, but Gremlins 2, when he enters the scene, it does, he kind of slows the scene down, you know? And it's such a fast-paced film. Whereas, like, Watanabe, Prosky, Lee, uh, Phoebe Cates, they, they are, you know, they come on, and it's like, oh, I just like, you like to watch them, you know, do their thing. John Glover, geez, you know? Mm-hmm. Great, you know? So and, I see what you know, Billy. I Billy, I agree with you there. Billy, so Billy, Billy is about
0: to be tortured, marathon man style. Yeah, uh, by Daffy and Dick Millerism.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. At no point does he say thank you.
1: Oh, you think he's yo, you think he's spoiled? He's like a he's like does entitled.
0: I think he's kind of I think he's kind of a spoiled entitled kid. Yeah,
1: I will say that he, that doesn't, to be treat, that he age... doesn't treat doesn't treat FDK well. No, he doesn't, and and to be that age and be getting the opportunities as an architect that he's getting, it feels a little bit like some. I mean, I'm not privilege. saying right. Yeah, privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a little you bit, have a little this, bit of like, privilege. Beautiful. You have this beautiful fiance. You got this beautiful woman. What are you? What are you doing? Going to dinner with your boss?
3: You know. You I gotta
1: say, they they do a very good job. Making
0: Kate's look plain in this because. Uh, She Um,
1: is stunning.
0: Oh, God, Marla. Bloodstuff. I know. I love her arc.
1: She's got a great arc. I like how it's like,
0: oh, maybe she and uh, Clamp are going to get together, you know? Mm -hmm. Like,
2: Mm a little something something going on there.
1: She deserves it. That's the thing, too. It's like they kind of make her... You, You introduce her, and you think that, well, you... Especially, you know, having seen the first one, you love, you know, Kate Berenger, if you be Kate's character. And then Haviland Morris comes in and you're like, well, she's a, she's bad. But throughout the film, you just she becomes as endearing as Kate Beringer, you know.
2: So I feel I mean, like she like, had yeah. more of an arc than Kate. She Karen. does. Oh, by far, by far. Yeah. 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 You're rooting
1: for both. Which is an interesting, you know, thing to do when you set up the 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 original, like you know, a conflict there of being like, well, she's after Billy, and we all love Kate, you know. She's, you know, she's a
0: what do you call him, a career climber? What 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 is the word they use? Yeah.
2: Sure. Uh, but it's like, um, man, she's a fucking woman in, Like 1989, like, yeah, you know, yeah.
3: I don't, s- I don't,
0: I, I for Clamp, she's a cog in the machine,
2: like Billy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, a little unethical what ever, she's doing. Ever, yeah,
1: sure, But
2: Have you ever worked for any of those like big corporate companies? Dude, I work for the biggest myself. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, called the return
3: slot. You heard <laughs> video stores
2: like
1: a corporation. We run it like a corporation. <laughs> yeah, we, this
0: we're we're per- like we're like less successful than that video store. Billy lives above. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> those with a yes, fucking yeah, lab yeah. lab or golden retrievers <laughs> eating the trash out of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, uh. Have I worked for? I don't think I've ever worked for like as large of a corporate. I've worked for companies that have been hired by
2: large corporations. Okay. I'll say that. Yeah. 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 What about well, you? Well, I've worked for both. I worked well, you for work, both ABC you, and
1: CBS at one and point. And the in my fucking
0: life. United States military. <laughs>
1: and you, the <laughs> US military. But no, but I worked for CBS and ABC both at different parts of my life. And I'm telling you that they there are a lot of Daniel clamps that will show up and the, everybody gets so juiced because the big guys there and yeah, it's just, it is a culture uh, all, all its own. It's, it's a, it's a total culture. You know, it's like you become fans of the CEOs. It's like, you can't wait when they show up because that's your chance. Maybe they'll give you a, a bigger chance. If you show some brilliant idea that you did. Yeah. Definitely spot
2: on in this movie. Pitch, did you pitch a brilliant idea? Never. To your CEO? Never.
1: No. No, that's why no. you're here. That's why you're That's, that's why, why I'm here, here at the video store. <laughs> oh. I did. It was Blockbuster. Oh. I said, whatever you do, don't stream. Whatever you do, don't stream. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can we... Uh, yeah just gonna
1: touch on christopher lee he's another just like prosky yes, yes. We, we've done christopher lee uh on this show before uh just great to see him in there mm-hmm. great to see him show up uh not a big character but doing well with what he does he just brings gravitas to everything
0: oh of course yeah he's wonderful love love him in the, the
1: great christopher almost, lee
0: the, hor- the yeah. horror the horror the horror um, the horror. A gizmo. Now talk oh. gizmo for a second. Do you know who voices gizmo?
1: Howie Mandel, man. Howie
2: Mandel!
1: Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. No deal no deal.
2: Howie Mandel. <laughs>
1: Yes, that Howie Mandel,
0: the dealer, no
1: deal Howie Mandel.
0: For those of you who don't know, Howie Mandel was a uh, stand-up comedian in the 80s who did silly voices and was Mm -hmm. famous for being a uh, latex glove over his face, blowing Uh it up with his nose to make like a chin type of character Mm -hmm. and uh, famously blew like a vessel in his nose and like it exploded and there was blood everywhere when he was performing one time. Um, interesting career that guy's had. Howie Mandel. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I always
0: forget that he voices Gizmo. I love Gizmo. He also
1: voiced, uh, do do you remember Bobby's World?
0: Of course. Yes, yes, yeah.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. Also the voice of Bobby in Bobby's World. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. But yes, the Um, the fact they had Howie Mandel doing Gizmo, it's like, it's hilarious.
0: It's, I love Gizmo so much. My, I, I think... My cat Halloumi looks a lot like Gizmo. She looks okay. like I call her my little Gizmo. I call her my little Grogu. She kind of looks like Grogu. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's both Grogu and Gizmo utilize this sort of like two toned looking face mm-hmm. thing with big eyes and the ears. It's like that's one yeah. of my cats looks like that. And I just like yeah. fucking love her so much. And fucking love like, like, yeah. So at night I go and I grab floss and she hears me yep. pull the floss out of the spool and she comes running to the back. She's like, you got string, right? So I'm the mm-hmm. most popular guy in my apartment when I floss at night. And, um, I, I, mostly uh, sit on the couch and I floss. I know it's disgusting. I would never do that if I had <laughs> guests. Uh, then I'll, what I'll do is like, I'll kind of play with her with my floss a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like, I get her, to um when i i I throw it a certain way and her eyes just fully dilate right and her eyes so big and fully dilated that if she could somehow speak english and she was just like listen i should kill so and so i would just be like yes whatever you you want i'll do it you're I love you so much. I'll do whatever. Nice. I love you so much. <laughs> You're so cute right <laughs> now, Al.
2: I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get um, it. Yeah, uh, Mickey. Do you want? Um, I'm a little uh, uh,
0: something for us to eat while we're talking tonight. Would you okay. like any uh, toodle tuna noodles, cheese product chow surprise? <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got uh, Marge, Microwave Marge, yep, microwave Kathleen Marge. Freeman. That segment's wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I also
0: love how they incorporate Rambo into this film. I love oh. that uh, a novel that was written about a Vietnam vet who gets his fucking brains blown out at the end, like the imagination of children in the late eighties and early nineties. Oh, yeah. you know? oh,
1: loved him. Yeah. A hero. <laughs> and Gizmo gives that. That's when I watch this film and I'm like, Oh, you know who I empathize with in this film? It's Gizmo. Cause it's Gizmo's Gizmo. watching the movies and he's doing his own training montage and he's putting on the bandana and he's going out to fight the good fight. I absolutely love it.
0: The the guy who joined the military after September 11th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah, surprised for yeah. words now. Um yeah, did yeah. you I always forget, like when I start watching this, because my experience grim was one first. Um I always forget, I'm like, why is the whole opening segment of like I gizmo with back in the shop. Like Mm -hmm. and then I go back and I'm like, oh,
1: the guy comes. Oh yeah. At the very end, he's the guy from the shop comes and he's like
0: he's like shake his finger, you do negligent, Mm -hmm. you weren't responsible. Right. Like you're not ready for this, but maybe someday you will be. Uh and then I'm like, oh yes, why? gizmo is and it's i feel a little sorry for gizmo because it's he's you know he's he's living in a cage still but i guess it's for good or else he'll he might get wet he might Mm -hmm. um eat when he's not supposed to eat um
1: well it's it's like it almost was like the um the end of the first movie was like you don't respect the ancestral old ways you're not worthy of this and then it opens up in the second one in true joe dante fashion they're like old guys dying old ways out clamp center is taking over the world and they'll get whatever they want you know it's like very um you know it's it's just it's smart you know it's, it's it's funny how they they take it that direction and um god did you know that speaking of gizmo in the cage did you know that the original Ending of the film, what it was supposed to be. No, what was it? Billy's dad shows up. You know the inventor. Oh, I would know?
2: have loved that. And
1: he and he's created a special wetsuit just for Gizmo, to make sure. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that funny, <laughs> little James Bond Gizmo? <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> It'd
1: be so great. But I uh, th- but they, they, you know, for brevity and for like, you know, they were already at a, at a, I thought the runtime was great on this film, but that, you know, they were just like, just to, it just introduces a whole new idea. That's not even yeah. worth it. It's there's, like, leave it where there's it. a
0: lot of deleted yeah. scenes, uh, that are fun that you, yeah, the you cut. I love, I love yep. this scene with a uh, clamp. He's like outside and it's like, they're getting ready to go in and there's like one of the team team guys is naked. Mm-hmm. And he's like, zipping up his uniform. He's like, listen, there are (laughs) rules. You can't, um, you feed them after you give them a bath and, um, (laughs) you get them wet after me. Like he's getting all the, he gets like two of the rules wrong and he can't remember the other one. He's like, let's review. It's just, it's (laughs) hilarious. It's it's just like, it's, but like, he's so fucking likable. Exactly. that you just yeah. like every t- it, it's just like it, it's it's you can't help but just be charmed by them. Yeah. I love them. So, I got to ask you. Oh, real quick though, before I ask you this big yeah. question in the lab. One of the cows, there's a cow that walks by back in the in in the, uh, um uh background and it has okay. I think it has the the like uh Ghostbusters thing that Harold Ramis puts on Rick Moranis to read his brain in yeah? Ghostbusters, right? I think a cow is wearing that.
1: I do have I just don't, not I, I, seen
0: it. I don't know if it's like a similar looking thing, but it looks like, you know, that like, uh, metal uh, pasta strainer yeah. looking thing yep. with like glowing gadgets on it. I think <laughs> it's the same one. I, I have oh, to like would take awesome. screenshots and figure it out, but like yeah, And this kind of goes it, in with what you were talking about, like Ghostbusters for you. And this,
3: yeah, like well, it, to it, it makes, it makes total
1: like, sense, too. Because, like, I mean, there's so many pop culture references throughout this film that, you know, are specific to, like, I mean, obviously, there's some that are, like, on the nose, like, you just get it right immediately. But there's some that are, like, we're kind of, like, tucking this away, so it's, like, if you recognize it, it's an Easter egg. I could see that. That, that makes total sense for this film.
0: They both shot in New York. Maybe within yeah. the same universe, like a universe, oh. like like Ghostbusters yeah. and Gremlins exist in the same universe. I I would buy that. I would buy yeah, that. Yeah.
1: Now, oh, seeing I got two gizmo. big questions. No, hold on seeing Gizmo in his little Ghostbusters outfit with an ecto like class, oh, oh man, he's so the little cute. name tape, the little name tape that says Gizmo,
2: <laughs> Gizmo, <laughs> come out <at> the Billy. <laughs> Oh, God, that'd be oh. wonderful. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. Um, there's two big questions. Oh, big ones. Big ones. Okay, so. Is this where 420 420- started?
3: Oh. Oh. <laughs> Right, because no, it's like the gremlins so.
0: are gonna like they're tricking them into 420, and like mm-hmm. that's the time you smoke weed because yeah. the gremlins die. Yeah. Um, so you're saying no? I'm saying no. I think I I think it's a little anti-Semitic of you to say that, but, but whatever. <laughs> um, let's move on. <laughs> 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 I just like to say that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Mickey, just drop that on people. It's whenever obviously you want. not. <laughs> yeah. Whatever I want. Um.
2: Yeah. But. Richard Ricardo's character, sure. Does he? Does he fuck Greta yes. at the
0: end of
1: this movie? <laughs> he just goes for it. He goes for it. You know he does. Dude, the way he, he slinks down like, with his little why smile, I, like,
0: why? it's like, why am I
1: resisting? Yeah, it's it's that. But cigarette. you think he's at, does does have a, physically no, going to no, have? She's not a cigarette. Um, do yes. I think I think that it's 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 clear to me that he's going full bone zone, uh, with Greta in the in the wedding dress. I think it's just I think it's just who can resist a wedding dress? Yeah, and and not just that, but he he comes off of it like you you realize who this guy is, and right right before he is approached by Greta, you you on the phone with Daniel Clamp, he is saying to him that he's going to give him time off for the first time in a long time after the building is a in a whole half a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a whole half a day. This guy never sees the light of day. He's got no romance going on in his life. If this yeah. is what he gets in that bathroom, this is what he gets. You know what I mean? I th- I, I
2: don't think it's, I, I don't think, I don't actually think it's a bad choice for him. I I applaud it. <laughs> Greta's kind of hot, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I do remember she was, feeling uncomfortable as she was, a child. She was, like, doing, she was doing, she was doing, she was doing limp plumper this? before she was doing that <laughs> limp plumper before everybody yeah. else was.
0: <laughs> She's got the uh, uh, Elvira cleavage line thing oh, happening. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah. yeah!
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? Burning desires to talk about.
1: I mean, I think I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention just the the fact that they break into a whole like uh uh you know uh what was the famous film director Bixby um uh, like dance number, music number yeah. at the end. That's funny. That that works on me, works on me better at this age than it did when I was young. And when I was younger yeah. I didn't really get what that was, but now I'm like, oh of course. Yes, they're gonna break into a big dance number. The um, the uh, the Leonard Malton little section where he's painting yeah, go, uh, gremlins. It's a one. ten. It's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. The the one of the most iconic things I remember and that really like really grabbed me when they break into New York, New York. I think that might have been the first time I ever heard the song New York, New York.
0: Oh, really. And, That's amazing. And it
1: was just like so good as a kid to hear that and then find out, as I go through life, like how that song means so much to that city. And just I was like, man, this movie, it really when it, if, if you're the right person, it works on so many levels. And like I said, I was just having a, a, an absolute blast of nostalgia and pure, like actual, like pure innocent joy watching it. There is a lot of
0: like references to films, but one you never hear is New York, New York by Martin Scorsese, which I think encapsulates like the excess of the 80s and going overboard and ruining your career. Um, watch that film. Yeah. I feel like there's like some of that stuff going on in that oh, okay. segment. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I also just, I love how much,
2: how, like, <laughs> they seem <laughs> to really, like, like,
0: they just love a good gag. They're very, <laughs> they, <do. laughs> they just, like, they'll build these sets, they'll build these things just for, like, the joke, and, like, huh. like, the joke is for them. Just the yeah. laugh. Oh, they're, they're, ho- oh
1: my God. To to a nine-year-old boy watching this for the first time, I, yes, I, you know, yes, the Gremlins are bad, but the Gremlins are awesome, right?
3: They're so hilarious. Imagine, to,
1: to, 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 to reiterate, you can imagine the first time I watched Gremlins 1, I was like, what? It's like, it was like, cause they just take it and they elevate it so much in this film. And, you know, for me, they take some of the shtick and push it so far that it makes it better. Like, I love that they go so big with it um, because they're aware of it. But, um, yeah, like I said, I, I don't want to say that this, is, this is a film for everybody, but, it, man, it was hitting so good. It was hitting so good.
0: Um, speaking
2: of a film not for everybody, I'm going to recommend this to when they walk in the store. He's thinking. He's got his fist in his nose and mouth. Uh, really going in
1: I... there? <laughs> Get really getting up in that nose. <laughs> um, I, you
2: know, I'm gonna. I, so if you come in and you say, "I really love the gremlins," I might not recommend this to you. But if you come in and you say you like something that's If you
1: are, if you like comedy, if you're young, or if you even have like a a youthful spirit,
2: I'd recommend this to you. I, 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 there's, there's this thing. It's similar to like Return to Oz when we
1: did, when we watched Return to Oz. So listeners, we have a past episode where we kind of visited some like child frights and stuff like that. And one of them was uh, Return (laughs) to Oz. It's a sequel that, that isn't made better by just truly loving the first one. It's it's a sequel that doesn't necessarily even need the first one, particularly. Uh, there are some jokes that land a lot better. Like, it is, it is very much a parody of the first one, so there's you do get stuff from having seen the first one. But it's it's just a wholly different thing. So I think that the guy that comes in that wants something funny, different, and quirky, this is the movie I'm going with. Gremlins 2, regardless if you've seen the first one. Because the first thing out of somebody's mouth is like, why am I watching a sequel without having seen the first one? And my thing is like, you don't need it. You don't really need it. Those some people will say you do need it because of all the meta jokes. But I'm telling you, I don't know that you do. I don't know that you do. It makes it a little better, but not su- substantially it it doesn't have to survive by knowing the whole everything from the first. That's why it's almost like the best like unsequel, like the best, like you know, like Joe Dante doing something here where, you know, uh, the traditional path is build upon the story that you had and deepen your connection with the characters that you established. This doesn't do that. You don't find out anything new from Billy, really. You don't find anything new from Kate. You're introduced to new interesting characters like Daniel Clamp, Marla Bloodstone. Uh, You don't necessarily have to have all the background in a gizmo to really fall in love with them all over again or for the first time. So, yes, you want comedy, you want quirky, you want something different. Gremlins 2, don't even worry about Gremlins 1. But if you like Gremlins 1,
2: you may or may not like this. This might actually (laughs) be offensive to you in some ways. So there you go. That was a long way around me just saying, you know,
1: all that who you recommended it to Michelangelo.
0: I gotta say like, it's, it's definitely like a departure from its predecessor. Right. And that's kind of what we're doing with this whole segment of films. Um, it's almost like, I think you'll find that every single film in this series, if you, if, if you're not familiar with these films, uh, to watch the sequel first, an experience, and then go back. Um, I think they all they'll all work that way. Um, I think if you are in your transitional horror period, right? There's that sweet age where it's like you're transitioning, yep. right? Where like I can't handle a full horror film right now. This is definitely one of them. It has the elements of like horror and comedy. Mm-hmm. They mesh so well. Um, uh, um, so I agree with a lot of what you said. And I just like, like it. really, it for me, if you come to our video store and you don't like gremlins, don't know why you're coming here. You know no, what right. I mean? It's just, it's yeah. so funny and scary and silly and absurd. And if you don't get the um, the density, the levels, the layers of this film that I I, I I like, I can understand if you're like, I get it. It's not for me. Totally fine. But like people just don't get it. It's like, get the fuck out of my store.
2: Get the fuck <laughs> out of my store. I don't know if that answered the question, but it did. It did.
1: You're basically recommending it to only people that belong in the store. If somebody doesn't yeah. want to watch this or hasn't or doesn't like it, then you've now excluded like, you know, ninety percent
3: of <laughs> the movie watching audience. And this is why we're not ah, as successful as the clamp
1: center. But I don't want to be as successful hey. as the clamp center. No, that guy's an asshole, but so likable. Although he did end up with Marla um, Bloodstone, though. Hey. Oh, uh, that guy's got something going on. I think but it's yeah, all the I mean, money come on. It's, uh, it's, in it the could, great hair. It could have something to do with it. Yeah.
0: And the low body fat percentage.
1: That's you true. Charm
0: guy. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on there. There's a lot of stuff. God bless John Glover.
1: Yeah. yeah. He saved, he saved New York city. Uh,
0: he saved New York city. He really like, I will say one of the deleted scenes. The, there's like a construction worker. Character actor, you've seen him in a million things. Yeah. He's like, "Where'd you get that backdrop? He's like, ah, I was from a Broadway show that like didn't work out that just closed. uh it was about Stalin, and the, like <laughs> the Broadway worker goes, and he could dance like's <laughs> like, it's the best. It's like yeah. just like a like 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 a construction worker going like, man, stuck a dance. you know what I mean? It's hilarious. <laughs> it's just like joke, joke a minute. I love this. Um, I think it's a great movie to watch around New Year's because the whole New York, New York segment just yeah, makes me—it
1: yeah. has that that New Year's vibe. Oh, for they're me. blowing the little um, horn things. They got the hats on. Yeah, it's very New Year's, New Year's Day or New Year's Eve.
0: Those little horn things have a specific name, and the fact that you don't know that—you know—that you're not as sophisticated as some of our other customers that come into here. Yeah, I know Maybe what someone called. that I might like—I
1: didn't like. want to. Wanna... I didn't want to insult our, our listeners by by okay. being too pretentious. Okay. But yes, okay. they're called tutors. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> they're called tutors because they do. T-
0: it's like, are you talking about people who fart or like English people <laughs> in tea from a certain time period?
1: Or are you talking about beautiful <laughs> oh. homes? <laughs> yeah, tutors. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm going to buy a house right now and I really want a tutor but they're yeah. way more expensive.
1: Yeah. You don't want to, I mean, yeah, the housing market's not the best right it. now. <laughs> um,
2: maybe, we'll okay. go, maybe we'll all go get, a,
1: get a house in the, in the new clamp <laughs> center that looks like, uh, whatever town Kate and Billy are from.
2: Um, in Jersey. Yeah. In Jersey. Jersey. Oh, Jersey. <laughs> um, Mickey, yeah, Happy New Year! Happy
1: New Year, buddy. Hey, this has been great. Um, you know, uh, for our listeners, please, if you want to do something new this year, if you want to make a New Year's resolution, my recommendation is to follow us on Instagram. Uh, check out our Letterboxed. Uh, It's a low. This is this little small ass guys. This is not a big deal. It's it's simply a like button. (laughs) (laughs) It's like make it your New Year's resolution. Check it off and be done for the year. I mean, I'm not asking Could you, for
0: like, a lot. Buy some Powerball tickets and send it to us. That'd be great. Yeah, sure. That'd be great. The, the thank you for listening, Mickey. Yep.
1: The
0: listeners <laughs> can go fuck themselves, but Mickey, thank yeah, you for listening I'm, to the thank podcast. Thank you for listening
1: to you. Yeah, to your intro. Thank you for following us,
0: Mickey. Um,
1: <laughs> where can they follow us online? <laughs> uh, on Instagram at the return slot underscore of horror pod or on letterbox <laughs> which is at the return slot of HorrorPod, or of course you can you know listen like rate review us anywhere you get podcasts uh and uh I hope everybody has a great new year and continue to listen to the series we're going to get some good sequels yeah thank you Yeah, it's o- it's only going to get more sassy it's going to get so sassy <laughs> oh man there's going to be sass all over this place
0: um maybe we'll have some special guests Ooh. maybe we won't you'll
1: see. <laughs> you'll
0: find out only by listening to us at yep. the return slot
1: of <laughs>